Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Make It Pop, Powerful on Purpose. I am your professor of popping, Gray Marino, here today with talent agent Theo Caesar at 90210 Talent. I, had, I did some, I did a few movies, few TV shows, things like that. I worked with um, some good people when I was a kid. I um, just really kind of got a feel for what entertainment was about without even realizing that it was something I would want to pursue. It was kind of like, I mean, I, I'm just going to be honest about it. I feel like God made me to do this thing and, you know, to be in this industry um, and just, you know, bring what I bring to it. Right. And um, I feel like, you know, especially looking back, as they say, hindsight being 2020, I see all the things, all the places where he set me up and put me in positions to learn things I needed to learn. And even with regular jobs, you know, like I was, you know, I would get a job and in certain companies I worked up to management, you know, and it makes sense. You know, that's the, the just the kind of person um, I am. Let's get popping. Welcome, Theo. All right, and, so. And thank you for sorry. your time. You're very welcome, and thank you for having me. You are the owner and agent mm -hmm. at 90210 Talent in LA. Yes, I'm one of the owners. I'm the operating owner. Um, I am the head of the theatrical department. I'm the head agent of the agency. Uh, but we have a theatrical department of five and six and a um, commercial department of one strong guy. <laughs> Plus myself, I help him as needed. That's good. But you were an actor before all of this started. Yeah, I was an actor before anything. I, uh, my first movie was Police Academy 3. I um, <clears throat> grew up in New York. I'm from the South Bronx. A um, young lady, uh, not a young lady, a, a Broadway actress named Monica May kind of discovered me, I might as well say. Me and my boy Mitch Marshawn, who is um, a pretty prominent writer. He's the dude in Juice that said, now you got the juice, man. Um, <laughs> he, that's my man. They, literally my day one, we um, go back to Monica's class. So I think we started Monica's class when we were 10. We're the same age. And then we um, we both started booking together, doing different commercials, you know, right at the same time, um, doing commercials, doing uh, print jobs. And then we went on to films and TV and things like that. And now here we are today. Running um, an it's agency. Been a, it's been a, yeah, well, I run the agency. Mitch is writing all over the place. Um, I love, yeah, I love being an agent way more than I love being an actor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, to each of their own, right? <laughs> yeah. So acting was great. I'm a, um, I'm always acting. You know what I'm saying? I'm like a natural, you know. That's what I do in my life. You know, I like to imitate. I like to make people laugh, and have that kind of fun. So I don't want to do that for my job. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. No. I. I. For me, it's I like to make people laugh and. I like to create and imagine. I, I don't know. I just really have never thought about doing anything else 
except for maybe singing with my life, but <laughs> it's, it's still performing or entertaining. Yeah, and there's totally nothing wrong with that. There's, you know, I, like my, my wife is an actress. She absolutely loves it. I rep a bunch of actors who absolutely love it. And again, that's what makes me a better agent is because better at being an agent, in my opinion, because I want to see these people succeed. I want to help people to do the acting thing, but I don't necessarily have to do it. I know how to do it. And I understand what a lot of my actors go through. There's some agents and managers that have never been actors might not understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like we connect in a different kind of way. Um, and I don't, I love a great actor, but my thing is I could always do this role, but I'd much rather put somebody else in that position. Why not? You know what I mean? Somebody is really itching to do it. Somebody, you know, this is going to help this guy put a a notch in his belt. This is going to help this guy get a a step up on the ladder. Why would I take the role? You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So. Can you tell me, um, because I hear... Well, I know about like the different categories uh, with representation, which is theatrical, commercial, print, voiceover, then modeling agents are, you know, modeling agents. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then uh, what was the last one? You have sports and you have literary. Now, all those are the categories in which you can find representation, but what about when you hear bicoastal, how, how does that work? How do they divvy up where they're, borders are for who they're representing in terms of location you represent well that's established when you get into working with that person like right at the beginning you guys should establish what your boundaries are what your barriers uh like me for instance i'm a los angeles theatrical agent that's my lane if you have people in the southeast i ain't stepping on their toe if uh it's something that's being cast out of la I might get the deal. I might pass it off to them. I might go ahead and do it. It all depends on what the working relationship is. Okay. It's the same with any relationship. Communication is the key, yes. right? So just like a marriage, the way things work between my wife and I and my household may not work for you and your husband and your household. So you just establish what it is and what the playing field is, and that's it. You know, um, I have, like Deja, for instance, I'm her Los Angeles agent. Vanessa is her Southeast agent, you know, and I've developed a beautiful relationship with Vanessa over the years, but it started with Deja, you know, and it started, you know, and um, we get along just fine. There's been uh, stuff that's started out here, ended up booking out of there in Southeast. You know, there's been all kinds of stuff. It's, It's the most important thing is that Deja gets the job. Right. That's it. So when they say, all right, well, like when they say they're bicoastal, that does that mean like they're bicoastal, like the whole East Coast and the whole West Coast, or does that just mean it that they have New they York are. and LA? That you have to ask that agent because uh-huh. if they're bicoastal, just means we're on both coasts. Okay. So, you know, we used to be a bicoastal agency. We had an office in New York, you know. So now I can still submit people in New York I get the breakdowns for New York and I can represent people in New York so I could be a bi-coastal agency but I don't have an office there okay so you know I don't necessarily I'm not in New York looking for clients right um, because I we like a more personal approach 
I got you. to our, you know, to our representation. It's not just, you know, I need, I need some young black girls. <laughs> I need, you know, this young lady who, you know, she can play these type of roles and I need this young lady who can play these type of roles. And, you know, and I'm not looking for, like actors always ask you, what are you looking for? I'm not looking for anything. Do you know how many submissions come into a talent agency? I'm not looking for anything. Right. What could I use? I can use great actors at all time. It's not, I'm looking for a type or the industry right now is saying diversity. I had seven Caucasian people on my roster work and most by direct offer in the last 75 days. Nice. So it's not about that to me. Right. It's um <clears throat> it's really just about what can this actor do and am I the best person to sell them? Mm. You know, and so anyway, I'm sorry, getting back to the bicoastal thing. It's just a matter of each agency has to tell you what they have. Some okay. bicoastal agencies will say that they're only gonna rep you in New York and and you know, the Southeast. So they're just gonna be on the East, East Coast. Some places they'll rep you in the Southeast, but they not in New York. Okay, okay. You know, so it's, it's really just a matter of, you have to talk to that agency and find out what their parameters are and where they wanna rep you and decide whether or not you feel like you wanna give them all those territories. The Bicoastal on the East Coast in New York does actually do all of, you know, the, the coast. Mm -hmm. but then you run into them possibly uh, double submitting you for stuff. I don't care about double submissions. Let me tell you why that's not an issue. And, and also the actor in that position has set themselves up wrong. Right. So they created the problem. Okay. The problem, here's the problem. You have, again, you have to know what area this agent is repping. Okay. So if you've got an agency in New York that you know represents you in the Southeast, Unless you have a freelance situation with that agency, then you don't need to have another agent in the Southeast because you've already given this New York agent that Southeast region. So you're the one that's going to cause a bump. Oh, okay. You okay. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, if you have an agent, let's say you have an agent in New York, you got an agent in the Southeast, and you got an agent in LA. If casting releases to all three of those markets, they should get three submissions. Forget about double submissions. Actors, listen get off double submissions whoever told you oh you don't want double submissions forget it okay. go away because if you're right for the role they should get two submissions two phone calls an email you know what i'm saying i mean like beat them down sometimes sometimes you just gotta really be like hey yo i'm here hey, i'm hey, right here hey your answer is you know, here it's like, it's like you're looking for this and i have it right yeah i have what you're looking for so i'm just gonna hey Knocking the door shall be open. Amen to that. Let me elaborate on that some more. Okay. Um, here's the thing. You don't run into the headaches when there's communication. You don't run into, you know, because first of all, like say Vanessa gets an uh, 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 um, offer or something for Deja that's in Los Angeles and it's through like a friend of hers or something she submitted or whatever have you. What Vanessa's going to do is contact me and let me know. Yeah. She's going to contact me and Deja. So we're going to talk about it internally. Okay. Nobody outside of us is ever going to know this, that, this, that, except for what we tell them. You see what I'm saying? So we, that's the whole thing is their communication. So if you've got 
agent over here, agent over here, agent over here. They should know about each other. Of course, of you course. You know what I mean? They should know about each other. There should be some transparency. There should be, because think about it. If, if the agent in LA is trying to book you on a project and you've got a date span, your agents in New York and your agents in Southeast should know about that date span. It exactly. should be professional courtesy between us. Right, right. As representatives. You know what I mean? We're, it's a team effort. If we're all repping this actor, we all believe in this actor, Let's take our separate places and let's make sure we work together to push this act. Exactly. I mean, communication is the only way that thing, things get done and, and settled and accomplished. And teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> uh, I wanted to know, what is the best way to find an agent, say, if you don't really have a resume. You don't even have clips. You may have like a resume with one thing which never aired or did anything. So now you just have this title of a movie and no clip. There's no excuse for you not to have clips. This is 2020, create your own clips. You, every single one of us is walking around with a high tech camera, video, sound. Every one of us, because we all have smartphones. Yeah. Those cameras and those smartphones, if you had it on a camera, would cost you a few thousand dollars. And then teensy right? So use it. Use what you got to get what you want. So the fact that anybody that doesn't have clips, wrong. You have no excuse. That's number one. No credits. Everybody starts out non-union with no credits. Of course. So it's a, it's a level playing field when you start it, okay? Make something happen. Who's going to make something happen? You can't go look for no agent when you don't have nothing. Right. Do you understand what we do for a living? We are salespeople. I can't sell a box of nothing. Right, correct. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't sell that. It's against the law. <laughs> you know? Like proposing you, with you, an empty ring box. Here. You're going <laughs> to smack that dude, right? Right. Like, you're just going to roll your eyes. And your, you know what I mean? So, you know. So that's the kind of thing you got to think about. People think, I want to be an actor. I need an agent. No, you don't. Mm -mm. You have to start acting first because agents don't make actors. We take actors who are already acting to some capacity and we help them to expand what they can reach on mm. their own. Exactly. That's really what we do, okay? If I were... You think of this, if you're Coca-Cola, you're the product, I'm Kroger. Mm -hmm. I don't go to the factory and say, yo, you need to change the way the can is made. You need to, you know, cause blah, blah, blah. No, you bring me the product. That The person who brings me the product, you can think of that as like your manager. That's the person who helps actually put it together with the packaging and make it and sells me on it. You know what I mean? Yes. Or, and when you don't have a manager, that's you. You are your own manager, you know? And so you bring it to me, I sell it. I put it on display, I sell it. That's what an agent does. So how do you find an agent? You have to make yourself visible, a viable commodity. You got to make yourself somebody I want to see. It doesn't matter if you don't have credit. I Some people like myself, love to help people get their first credit. It's, it's truly one of my greatest joys of being an agent. 
I helped that person do that. I helped that person get there. I didn't do it for them. I helped them to get an opportunity where they could do what they've been training to do and prepared to do, and they did it. And they we did. did that. One yeah. of my clients worked on Station 19 today. White guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who, you know, it's really, really a lovely feeling to be able to help somebody achieve their goal. Yeah. It really is. You know, so the thing is, you got to start doing something first. Start pushing the rock up the hill. I'm not going to do it for you. I don't, no disrespect, but I don't need no more actors. Mm. I don't, but I want some more actors. I want to see that thing that that has me like, ooh, he got something. This dude. Like, I, I in that workshop yesterday, there was this one guy, from the moment he's his camera turned on and he spoke, I was hooked. Mm. I remembered him by name. I know his face. Right now, while I'm telling you this story, I can see his face in a blue black drop backdrop. He was sitting again. You know, it's that's what that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to show us what you're selling. And it's not looking for what I want. It's showing who you are and finding the right person to partner with to sell your product. Yeah. That's some pretty powerful stuff there. (laughs) On purpose. (laughs) On purpose. Indeed, on purpose. Now, you also do voiceovers? I used to. Well, actually, I still do kind of, sort of. I helped a, one of my clients has a, um, a faith-based series, an animated series. And I did, my wife and I, and a few of our clients, um, we helped him to voice the uh, characters for his pilot pitch. Oh. But um, his pilot pitches, yeah. But um, yeah, I used to do voiceovers. That voiceovers is kind of what brought, how I got to California, instead of going back to New York. Yeah. So can you give us three tips to breaking into voiceovers? Because as you know, there's not a whole lot of in-person going on right now and a lot of voiceover auditions going out right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, voiceover, stop acting. That's rule number one. Stop acting. Because like even when I'm talking to you, right? And I just say, hey, great, just be yourself. Actors go, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just be myself. So I was walking down the street and then I said, hold on, Charlie. You know what I mean? It's like, stop acting. To be or not to be. (laughs) Yeah, they want to, what they want to hear is you. Right. You know, that's first and foremost. Um, And I had to learn that myself. When I did, (laughs) I did my demo for my voiceover company, which is called, they were Studio Center. Um, They're still a voiceover agent nationwide. They're a great agency. Um, and, uh, I went and did my demo and I made all these commercials and stuff and I'm doing different voices. I I did one commercial for a bail bondsman and I was the dad who got the phone call that his son was from his son. I was also the son who, who was in jail because he had had an accident. And then I was the announcer who did the, are you in trouble with the law? You know, I did, so um, I did all of that. I did Chris from Family Guy. I was doing impressions. 
impersonations and stuff. And um, they just, I guess they just like something about the the quality of my voice and, and just me um, as a person. So they gave me a shot, I guess. I don't know. But uh, it was one of the, it, it was phenomenal. I loved it. Uh, voiceover was great. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm... Uh... I'm still, I'm still getting the hang of voiceover. <laughs> yeah, that's really, you just got to find your lane. That would be point number two. You're just going to find your lane. You know what I mean? Um, and point number three is keep doing it. Find, find yourself scripts, write yourself scripts, listen to commercials. Listen, you're not going to go into animation straight off the rip. Yeah, right. So people are always looking at the top of the ladder and never at the steps in between. No. Right. So book one job. You don't be thinking you're going to be the next Disney lead, you know, whatever. They reanimate Mulan. You're going to play Mulan. No, you're not. So not not off the top. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's You know, put in the work. Want to enjoy the journey. So. Find yourself ways to enhance what you're doing with voiceover, what you're listening to, right? And then just start making stuff. Do it. It's like, feel the dreams. Build it and they will come. As long as it's good. You're right. No, Straight right. Up, just, just do it. Do it. Start putting stuff out. Start, you know, like narrating little clips of dogs or something do something exactly it's you know? like the same thing as like uh creating your own content right just if you want to play if you want to play in the nba you don't go talk to a sports agent go talk you to go a basketball pick up a player basketball no you don't talk to anybody you pick up a basketball and you oh. go to the court you start dribbling and shooting and playing against people and getting better right you know what i'm saying if you want to lose some weight you don't go talk to a, a personal trainer. You go to the gym. You go work out or you or you put on some YouTube thing at home and you work out a little bit. Beach body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but that's the whole thing. It's the same thing with acting. It's like people are looking for somebody to tell them to go. But the thing is, acting, to act by definition is to do. Yes. So do it. Don't be hesitant. Jump off the cliff. Guess what? We successful people fail more than anybody in the world because we get up and keep trying again. Oops, bump my head. Ah, that hurt. Learn you know something what? new. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know what? Next time I'm going to turn left. And instead, ooh, I can block, you know, because we have that passion and that drive. And, you know, you just want to, you just got to do it. You want to do it. So just do it. Nikita Johnson from y'all. Y'all in class together, right? We were, yeah. You know Nikita? Uh, she, not personally, no. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. But anyway, she's somebody that I, I was just looking at on Instagram. She shoots these little videos on her phone, and yeah. I think she's hilarious. <laughs> just do it. She's somebody that I look forward to seeing her, her post because she makes me laugh. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. Just just do stuff because you don't know who's going to look at you. You don't know who's going to hear your voice. And to them, it's the voice of an angel or it's just that thing they've been looking for. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, that's it. 
Well, I was going to ask you if you had any words of wisdom or encouragement you wanted to shout out to everybody, but you've already done that. But if there's anything else you want to say, I'm the floor is yours. All right, cool. Um, I don't know. It's just, I, I think that, um, really it's, 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 this business isn't for everybody. Uh, I think if you in it for any sort of fame aspect, you are in for a long, hard road, unless you want to go do reality TV, you know, you, you could probably, and that's not an insult to reality TV. I mean, they making money over there. They, they doing their things. People are becoming they millionaires. Are. That's not my, that's not my cup of tea. That's not my brand of, of what I do, but I just, you know, I think it's, it's best to understand the business. Um, a lot of actors look at, oh, a lot of artistic people. I'm not just going to talk about actors. I'm going to say artists. Uh, they look at the artistic side of things, but not the business. And quite frankly, the film industry, the music industry, these are multi-billion dollar industries. This ain't about your dreams. Mm -hmm. It ain't about, I want to. Somebody told me I was so cute I should be on TV. Well, tell that person to go put you on TV. Don't come to me because <laughs> there's something you got to think about. I'm an agent. I work on commission. I work 100% on commission. And then it's 10%. Let me break that down. We, I've been working with you for the last two years, and I absolutely love you. We've gotten auditions. We have a great rapport. We talk all the time, et cetera, et cetera. You finally booked a co-star. Right on. Right? That the rate for that co-star is 1035.53, something like that, whatever, plus 10%. Because it's your first co-star. You're, you know, you're a co-star at scale, and that's what they pay. And yeah. right now, since they gotta pay COVID, they certainly ain't paying you no, no more than that, right? So I get my 10% about three weeks to a month after you work, right? So we over two years, and guess how much money I'm in? $100. And then I got to split that with my agency 50-50 because the bills got to get paid. So after two years of working for you and you booked your first co-star, I am extremely happy for you. But I, financially, I made $50. Don't think that I do this for the money. I do this because I love actors. And you should actors should love acting. And we should all respect each other and we all a team and we all got to grow together. So, you know, don't blame other people for your successes or your failures. Um, just understand that you, you know, we're all responsible for what we do in this. I hope that helps somebody. Well, I hope this episode helps somebody. So, uh, <laughs> Get out there, get on those camera phones, make some content and slap it on up on your Instagram and other social media and uh, get popping. Yeah. Make it poppin'.